Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, all seven rounds in heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair All-Americans as part of the Armchair Media Network. The NFL Combine is next week, so get ready for rumors galore. Does I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. the man who has completed six less passes in the NFL than Taysom Hill. And with me, as always, is AJ, if only my name was J.A. Marchese. I've completed six more passes than Taysom Hill. So You didn't even ask about my joke I just made, but if you're not going to ask, we'll just move on. I'm Ja Rule, I already know. No, it has to do with all the quarterbacks' names starting with J in this draft class, but thanks, AJ. Today, we're going to go and look at the best fits and landing spots for the top available quarterbacks, then look at some college coaches who could make the NFL leap. Let's hit it. Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Going out to Vegas, maybe. Looking for a young or a two-o. Don't draft a running back on the first day. Don't draft a running back on the second day. Maybe draft one on the third or don't let's go seven rounds let's go seven rounds together let's go seven rounds forever and that's a song i don't know about you guys but for me a game is 10 times more exciting when i'm putting my money on it sometimes i have a gut feeling about a matchup and sometimes i'm just betting on my team because they are my team Regardless, whether you've been betting for years or you're ready to play for the first time, my bookie is your best bet this season. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try a parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of the big favorites this week, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. So if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win. If you really want to support your team this season, don't just sit on the sidelines. Get in the game with mybookie.ag. And if you join right now, mybookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code CHAIR to activate the offer. That's promo code CHAIR to double your cash. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Mybookie. Speaking of getting paid, we got a bunch of quarterbacks hitting NFL free agency. I would say, uh, well, I mean, hitting free agency in uh, quotation marks. But... This is maybe the highest profile free agent quarterback class in theory we've ever seen. It's pretty nuts. And, like, even usually this late in the process, like, like if people will say it in October, like, oh, this this quarterback free agency class looks great. But then by the time we get to almost March, it's like, you know, we know where everyone's going and going back home. No, blah, blah, blah. Normally Brady and Breeze have signed their, like, two-year extensions. Dax exactly. cashed in completely. Uh, Rivers is back to the charger, like, but it's yep. it, it feels completely different. Um, there's more rumors about certain people leaving that I, I, I mean, I don't think either of us necessarily believe, but normally those rumors don't really exist. It's true. Yeah. Usually it's just like, yeah, it's a given Brady's going back, but 
Right now it's not. So we'll, uh, we'll do our best to guess. And also, I think coming off the the, the type of uh, resurgence a guy like Ryan Tannehill had in his yeah. situation in Tennessee, where he kind of dethroned the starter mm-hmm. and revived his career, there's a handful of guys who kind of fit that mold, hitting free agency or available in general this class and. Just because we've seen Tannehill do it, I feel like that gives teams more reason to think other guys can do it, even though it, it could be completely different, obviously. but No, that's a good point. It's not just the top of this potential free agency class, but it's it's also the depth of it. No, I think the depth of it's the more interesting thing, because I still believe most of these top-end guys are going back outside of Philip Rivers. Agree. So seeing uh, what happens with the, the back end of this group, we're, we're just going to do... what I mean, there's like a, a billion free agent quarterbacks... Um, we're just going to do the higher profile guys uh, and Taysom Hill. So, <laughs> the highest profile guy. Yeah. Uh, we'll start at the top. Um, Tom Brady, obviously, hitting free agency. There's been rumors uh, with the Raiders specifically. Mm-hmm. We've seen the Chargers a little bit. I mean, there's no chance he's actually leaving New England. Or is there, Rob? I don't think Robert Kraft would ever let it happen. Even if Bill Belichick wanted him down, Robert Kraft wouldn't allow it. I, I feel the exact same way. I'm putting Tom Brady back in New England. The, the question is, how much longer is he there for, though? I don't. I, I think he, he ends his career in New England. I don't, I don't see him ever playing anywhere else. But. I, I think there's a good chance this is his last year, and it's in New England. So I think kind of seeing how they address the quarterback position um, this offseason mm-hmm. is really interesting. Once they lock Brady into like a one-year 25 or whatever it is, and seeing if they look at quarterbacks in this draft, obviously they drafted Jared Stidham. Um, so I guess kind of gauging how they feel about him, uh, seeing if they, I mean, they could be a team that's pursuing a guy like a, a Teddy Bridgewater or a Marcus Marriott. Like, we, yep. we shouldn't count them out of that. Um, I, I'm not, Rob. I'm ooh, not. spooky. Uh, and then, like, even obviously looking at maybe fourth round, I know they took Stidham there, but if they like an Anthony Gordon, for example, mm-hmm. seeing if they, they address it there. So I think... Brady is definitely going back to New England, but it's more interesting seeing how they address the rest of the quarterback room this offseason. It's uh, it's the most interesting Patriots quarterback offseason in in 21 years-ish. Hard disagree. (laughs) Yeah, the the one year they drafted Jimmy G? or When they took Matt Castle in the seventh round as a backup Uh, in a USC, that was super interesting to me as a a seven-year-old. Then the year that... uh, Brady was out in Castle, led them to eleven and five, and didn't make the playoffs. I loved Matt Castle. I will not lie. I loved Matt Castle. You you pound the table for that trade still to this day. Correct. That Chiefs team though, that won yeah. what ten and six the next year. Sick team was a sick team. Uh, okay. Similarly to the Brady Patriots situation, the Saints quarterback room is more interesting than what happens with Drew Brees. I, I'm there hasn't even really been rumors about. Breeze not resigning. If anything, he mm-hmm. would retire, which I still don't think will happen. Uh, I think him and Brady both go back on like one year, thirty million esque dollar deals. Uh, but yeah, seeing the, the quarterback room around him, obviously Teddy Bridgewater is also a free agent. Taysom Hill's a restricted free agent. We've heard all this uh, this noise about Taysom Hill being a franchise quarterback, even though he's thrown thirteen passes in his NFL career and he's twenty eight. Um, so, yeah, with Bridgewater hitting free agency, Taysom Hill potentially gone. I don't think he will be because I think they're going to tender him too high and pay him too much. But I do think Teddy Bridgewater 
spoilers, will probably be gone. So seeing if they address uh, the quarterback room with a pick as well, mm-hmm. potentially if Jordan Love falls or they like one of the the day two guys, let's say Jake Fromm or even an Anthony Gordon, um, I think that makes their situation more interesting than the Breeze situation itself, similar to Brady. No, yeah, for sure. And like, and like you said, they have three quarterback or like potential franchise quarterbacks, quote unquote, not my opinion, but that are uh, that could hit the market, right? So just that whole situation is so crazy. And like, I think this is the first time we're actually thinking that there is a possibility of Breeze retiring, and the like, the realism of his age finally showing up. And the same thing with Tom Brady, right? Like years past, you knew they had two, three, four, whatever more years left. So. Both of these franchises have uh, have major quarterback decisions to make. Yeah, and so do the Dallas Cowboys, who obviously Dak Prescott is set to hit free agency. I'm surprised it's gone this far and they haven't locked him Me up too. already. Um, yeah. Obviously, they have the franchise tag, and that will stop it from actually happening. The question is whether they do end up locking him up once they tag him. I think, ultimately, they will get a deal done. I don't know whether... It'll be him playing under the tag for this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't see them letting him go. He's obviously a clear top 15 quarterback, closer to top 10. Uh, and with the the older guys all kind of reaching that, Dax in that new wave of young playmaker at quarterback, I mean, there are few quarterbacks you would take long-term over Dak Prescott. For sure. I mean, it would make no sense for them to ever let Dak get out of the building. Yeah, he's a franchise quarterback. He's never really dealt with injuries. Um, Obviously, there's a new staff there, but I think them keeping Kellen Moore as offensive coordinator clearly had a lot to Mm -hmm. do with Dak Prescott. Uh, He was at his best for about the first half of the season. was like the the best kind of eight-game stretch he's had in his career. Obviously, they kind of stumbled down the stretch some. I think that had more to do with the coaching staff than Dak. Um, he's not in the Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson top tier quarterback range, but he is in that kind of second tier of young passers. Agreed. Now there there is the issue of the Cowboys uh, cap situation, and I, I don't think that's going to affect uh, Dak, but it's going to affect the resigning of other players. Which yes, you all know. Uh, give me a guess of a uh, guess on a guess on uh, Dak's potential contract. Well, obviously we've heard. Oliver, I think he he's gonna get more than thirty. I would say less than forty a year. Yeah, like, like the the forty stuff just kind of felt like the agent was trying to float that out there, see what happens. Yeah, so I'm I'm, I'm thinking thirty five is kind of that sweet spot. Obviously, like five mm-hmm. for one seventy five type deal. Um, but I mean, I could also see it getting up above that, like maybe thirty eight a year, because Jerry Jones knows he can flex. Uh, that, that money, and I don't think I, I think everyone there understands he's the franchise. He's the yeah, face. He's like, the face of the Dallas Cowboys right now. Absolutely, and like I don't think it would really affect it, but theoretically, if, if Patrick Mahomes' deal gets done before a Dak Prescott deal gets done, I wonder if there's a little more inclination to uh, to pay Prescott more. I don't think that would ever happen, but they're going to definitely use that as a bargaining chip, right? I, I don't know. I see it kind of the other way. If Mahomes gets whatever, they, they're going to... Well, you're not getting as much as this guy. He's Super Bowl MVP. As, as he shouldn't. But it's it's always... Like, we've always had the, the the next quarterback up just tops the contract over the last, whatever, four years. I don't think... Again, I agree. It won't happen. I think Patrick but, Mahomes is a different situation, though, because he's Patrick Mahomes. He's the 
He's the best quarterback in the league, Super Bowl MVP. I and think like Mahomes gonna hit forty. I I think he should, right? Yeah, yeah, agreed. Like I mean, you pay that guy whatever he asks for. They yeah. also have the advantage of they don't pay, have a running back on a stupid contract. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like yeah. The, the sorry, I'm gonna go off on a slight tangent, but seeing how consistently their running back contracts don't work out, I don't know how anyone can justify paying. These insane con- like Todd Gurley is now like that looks awful. Yeah. Zeke's coming like, off probably his worst year. Derrick Henry's about to potentially cash in, and I think that's a recipe for disaster. Like whether a guy's a top ten running back or not, it doesn't matter. You don't pay that position. That's my stance like, on it. And like even like Christian McCaffrey might be the exceptions of the rule, but I still wouldn't do it. I uh, I agree. Like look how bad David Johnson looks right now. Yeah, like, there's yeah, another yeah, that's, one. Let's David Johnson like. Melvin Freeman. Gordon tries to sit out to cash in, and he did not do himself any favors. Yeah, Devonta Freeman's about to get cut. It's like there's so many more situations where it doesn't work out. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's uh, it's a bad thing to do. Period. Uh, that's why I'm so so interested to see what happens when Christian McCaffrey hits free agency because obviously he's not a thousand a thousand guy, so it is kind of different. But at the same time, he's racked up so many touches, but he's also so mm-hmm. important to them. So I think. That will be gauged off of how he is used in the Panthers' offense under Joe Brady. And speaking yeah. of, Cam Newton is a potentially available quarterback. Do you see that transition I just did? That was sick. Thanks. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. So Cam, obviously, there's been the rumors since the injury. I mean, mid-season there was talk that he was out in Carolina. Uh, yeah. That's kind of died down. And but it's still a mystery. Tepper's kind of spoken on it a couple times about yeah. we'll see, which I, I don't know if he's handled it the best way. And obviously, complete coaching change with Matt Rule as head coach, Joe Brady as OC. So it's uh, it's weird because again, Cam would be one of the like I mean he's the best available quarterback if he's available. Uh, probably. Sorry, who's? You think Philip Rivers is better than Cam Newton? I, it, like, if Drew Brees hits it, I'd take Drew Brees. Yeah, okay, Drew Brees isn't hitting it, is the point. Okay. No, no. Uh, if the, the realistic you guys, yes. Cam Newton. No, he's clearly, of the realistic guys, That's yes, what he's I the said. best quarterback. Okay. You yeah, just I'm you hate Cam you. Newton. I am, I, I don't I, love I, Cam I Newton. Think, I, I think if Cam Newton was available, the Chargers would be all over it. The Bears would potentially be all over it. Yeah. Um, And I think that alone... Like, Carolina sets themselves back if they move on from him. And, like, even if they think they can trade up to the third pick for Tua, if that's so risky, you already have... uh, Obviously, Cam Newton struggled with injuries, but he's still a franchise quarterback. Um, I don't know. It just seems like such a big risk for a prospect who, I mean, as much as, like, I I have a top 10 grade on Tua... You still don't know. You don't know until you see it. And you know Cam, when healthy, is a franchise quarterback. So I just feel like that can really... It's a potentially franchise-wrecking move to just blindly move on. No, I 100% agree. And Tua's health is a little bit of a question, too. So, And and you might get outbid for that third pick if the Dolphins... Like, the Dolphins could outbid you. The Chargers could outbid you. It's a double-edged sword, for sure. It's... I think he stays in Carolina. It just doesn't make sense to move on from him. No, I, I totally agree. I also really want to see him in the Joe Brady offense. Um, yeah. Just obviously we saw what he did with Joe Burrow at, at, at LSU this past year. Um, 
and I think Cam Newton's also kind of like that catalyst for under Matt Rule as your new head coach. Like Keekley, like the old guard is gone. Keekley's gone. Thomas Davis is yeah. gone. Like so many of the old guys are gone. Um, so having kind of Cam Newton be your right hand man as Matt Rule as leading the kind of the rebuild in Carolina, I think that's important. Okay, and like let this quarterback it, like it's not even an issue really, but let the let, let the quarterback thing play out naturally, Matt Rule and. And company like if Cam Newton has another injury played year or just doesn't look the same on the field, then that you can attack this next year. Like I just I but, really don't force yourself into a bad situation uh, unless you thought Tua was the next Peyton Manning. Like if yeah. you were that high on him, go get your guy. But at the same time, it's hard to see them being that high on him or in like Agreed. right yeah. like. And next year has Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields. So again, like you said, if it if it does like if Cam ends up getting hurt, missing the whole season again, and, and he's clearly like you can't trust uh, him going forward. You attack it next year. Um, I don't I don't know. I just I just don't think it, it makes a whole lot of sense for them to do that. I am also love, I like I love Cam Newton. He's a great quarterback, and I, yeah, it doesn't make sense. Just let this thing. Play out. And, like, like even if you think two is great, like you said, there's no guarantee you can go get him. Like, yeah, it's, it's just such a big gamble uh, because I assume if you're if you're thinking you're getting Tua, moving on from Cam, you've moved on from Cam by the time you're making that power play to get Tua. And the exactly. Dolphins obviously have more capital than you. Yes, exactly. So at the end of the day, I think, if you get into, the, into a bidding war against Miami for that Detroit pick, you're losing. Uh, yeah, because you, Miami's outgunned you for sure, absolutely. Yeah, just uh, I don't know. I, I I mean I I agree with you. Let it play out naturally. Give Cam another year. See what see what happens next. Like for next off season. Uh, and again, I I feel like it's a risky thing where if you make a guy like Cam Newton available, why are like the Chargers and the Bears are probably jumping at that opportunity to go and get him yeah. because he's a franchise quarterback when healthy. Uh, speaking of Chargers, another sick transition. <clears throat> Philip yeah. Rivers is out. It's uh, it's the first time since uh, Drew Brees was the Chargers starter that we'll see uh, Chargers led by a different quarterback. Um, shout out Billy Volek for that, that little stretch <laughs> back in the day. Um, but yeah, the, obviously the Chargers are officially moving on from Rivers. It was kind of like not super well done, like their statement. Like, you know, maybe celebrate the arguably the best quarterback in your history, but hey. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this is kind of where it really, really begins because the pe- previous four guys we've agreed are all going to uh, likely return. Um, where's Rivers going? I'm drinking the Colts Kool-Aid. Me too, me too. It makes too much sense, it, right? Everything's just adding up, and it feels like it's – I don't want to call it a done deal, but it feels feels kind of – it feels kind of there. Uh, and I, I think – Part of that is like Rivers doesn't seem upset that he's out in no. uh, with the Chargers, and I think that's because he knows this is what's going to happen, and he's happy about it and a fresh start. And obviously, he has a long term relationship with Frank Reich. He was with him for I think three years as his QB coach and OC, and Nick Sirianni was with him yeah. in, in LA. Like he has a relationship; he can run that offense. Yeah. Uh, and from the Colts standpoint, I think what they did with Jacoby Brissett, that contract made a lot of sense in the moment. I think down the stretch you saw Jacoby Brissett's a high-end backup. He's he's not a franchise QB. And Rivers probably doesn't have a whole lot left in the tank. Like, I think we saw that last year. 
but um, I think you in this system you're gonna get more out of Rivers than you probably could with Brissett. You draft a guy like Jordan Love potentially at thirteen, let him sit a year, and uh, develop him uh, with a potential Hall of Fame quarterback ahead of him, and, and like he won't have to hit the field because you've got Brissett still. Yeah, I was gonna ask you that actually because like I, I think I agree with what's like your exact thought process that Philip Rivers ends up a Colt and probably Jordan Love does too. Uh, the, my question was going to be, what happens with Jacoby Brissett? They might just have to sit on him, right? I mean, I, I don't know what you could get for him. Because uh, the, the same contracts, time, yeah. Like, at the same time, um, I, I think that, like, it, it would be nice to not have to move on from him just because the key is, I think, clearly one of the better back quarterbacks in football. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, and then... Rivers is up there in age. You don't fully know what you're doing there. But at the same time, they still have Brian Hoyer under contract, so it's not like they're super hard-pressed to have that QB2 so Love doesn't have to hit the field. Yeah, so I think no, I, I think it's really interesting. Like We could have put Jacoby Brissett in this conversation where he ends up uh, just because – but I think that's so wide open. Yeah, like with the guaranteed money, it's it's hard to see them cut him. Yes. And, and like if you're going to trade him, I, I – don't know what his value would be because I think the whole league knows that he's not a starting quarterback. But I think a, more more than ever, we've seen how important QB two is. That, no, that's true. And like I don't like you could you could get, you could get a pick for him for sure. Oh yeah, I, uh, just I think, like are they willing? Are they thinking it's better to get a six round pick for him than just hold on to him for the year? No, it's interesting. Uh, that's a low key one to watch. Philly would be an interesting uh, team to trade for. Him. I kind of like that. That's a it's a nice name to throw out there. Thank you. But, yeah, I think Rivers of the Colts feels like a, as done a deal as anything on this list. Uh, yeah, it does, and which is kind of shocking, right? I'm going to ask you, before we move on, what what do you think they give him contract-wise? It's, it's, I mean, it's hard to kind of – especially because I think they value him more than what he actually gives at this point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, obviously, they're, they're the team that would value him most with the right in Siri any connection. Uh. Two years, fifty-two million dollars. Yeah, I was thinking, I was thinking two fifty something like that. Yeah, it's a nice little payday for Phil to kind of retire off in Indy. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> also, it's worth noting, uh, dome team, and that's yeah. something I think with his clear drop off in arm talent. That's the other thing, is I know we we've heard the Rivers to Tampa connection. I just don't think. What he gives at this point makes sense for Bruce Arians led offense. Like he's not that downfield passer that he used to be, um, and that's why he makes sense for Reich. Is it's like more about rhythm and timing and having that veteran controlled line of scrimmage, and it's more of a yeah. mid range game opposed to that deep shot game. I, like the 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 the, um, the the Rivers to uh, Tampa Bay connection is almost just because he's moving to Florida. Yeah, I think that, and obviously, just we know like a guy like Bruce Arians wants a veteran QB. Yeah, but I mean, like, ugh, I, I don't see Tampa Bay, like, if they're given the choice between Phillip Rivers and Jameis Winston, I think they lean Winston. I would, too. Just because I don't think that team's built to win a Super Bowl, so we might as well see what you have in Winston. Speaking of, I actually, wait, before we get to Winston, Brian Tannehill. <laughs> you could have just jumped right to Winston. No, and keep no, 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 no. Whatever I have written here is how we do it. <laughs> it's worth a transition, in my opinion. Uh, I mean, what a, what a year for Ryan Tannehill. It, it would be insane if the Titans moved on from him. I, I, I don't see him leaving Tennessee. They kind of just – everything just fell into their lap perfectly for them. 
both both of them, both the Tannehill and the organization. So it just doesn't make sense to uh, to walk away. And Arthur Smith being a good play caller was really interesting in the amount of play action yeah. pass. And Tannehill clearly has a really like um, a good chemistry with AJ Brown and. For the first time, their offense kind of has an identity, although Derrick Henry's a free agent, so seeing what they do there will be interesting. But, uh, I, yeah, so I think both of us think Titans, but how much, like, what what kind of contract? I don't know what, what I get, man. His is the hardest to predict, I think. Like, I'm not even sure length or, or, or value. Like, I'm, I think something in the 3 for 60 range. I was going to say, like, 3... Yeah, I was gonna, three for seventy ish. I'm not necessarily saying I, that's what I would give, but I, that sounds realistic to I, me. I also don't know what he would like. Obviously, the Titans are going to value him more than anybody, so yeah, I don't know exactly. what he would command on the open market. Exactly. I mean, no, I agree. I, the Titans might pay him more than any other team would. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's. I mean, I think that's like pretty set in stone. At, at worst, they're tagging him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Winston's an interesting one, obviously. Uh, had the first 30 for 30 season uh, in NFL history. Had big ups, big downs. He just got LASIK eye surgery, so maybe less interceptions are to come. Um, I love it. Yeah, He's still only 26. We've seen flashes of franchise quarterback. We've also seen like Jeff George, Jay Cutler-esque headaches mm. of he's clearly so talented, but he can't really make it work. Um, I still think he at worst he's tagged by Tampa, like I and I think that's what I would do if I was them. I know it's hard to figure out, but giving him a second year in Bruce Arians' offense, um, he is the perfect in theory quarterback for Bruce Arians' led offense with how how aggressive he is downfield. Yeah, uh, and just getting one more year tag him because I don't know who like. You're not in play for I, – I don't think they're in play for Burrow to – well, not Burrow, not to a – Herbert would be an interesting fit. I don't think they have the capital to move up for him. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think they can move up – like, I think Love probably ends up going top ten just because of how quarterbacks work. And yeah. I don't – I'm not a Jacob Eason guy enough to think – like, I would rather have Jameis Winston on, on the tag than use the 14th overall pick on Jacob Eason. I think, okay, well, let me say this. So, yeah, I think James Winston ends up in Tampa Bay. I think he'll probably be on the tag. I think the absolute worst situation would be, like, you tag Winston and then you draft Jacob Eason at 14. But then, like, my favorite situation kind of is getting Jacob Eason on, a day, on day two, which hopefully you can. Because, like, just putting the, the pressure of being the 14th pick on Eason just feels like the absolute worst mix of everything. Right. I also wouldn't want to use uh, a four, the fourteenth overall pick on a quarterback who I don't know if he's worth a third round pick. Yeah, absolutely. I think I, I love the fit of Eason, but uh, yeah, going take him there would be insane. He's so raw too. You know, I, I think it makes sense to tag Winston, get another yeah. year. If it crashes and burns, it's almost similar to the Carolina thing in a, it, just in terms of play this year out. If it crashes mm-hmm. and burns, maybe you're in play for a quarterback next year. Also, I don't know if Jason Light's leash is very long. I like Bruce Arians as their head coach, but Jason Light, uh, as the GM, he's had a long yeah. leash. Too long. Yes. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, okay, Andy Dalton is probably going to be traded from the Bengals. Obviously, they're going to take Joe Burrow, number one, uh, if Mike Brown knows who he is. Um, I think seeing Andy, Andy Dalton's kind of... 
the the quarterback I think is maybe the most interesting. I like Andy Dalton is still a fine quarterback. He's one of the thirty best quarterbacks in football. Um, he's if you surround him with talent, he can succeed. You get him a smart play caller, he can succeed. I I really want to see him on the Chicago Bears. I th- I think that makes sense. I can I uh, let me spoil something. I think it's like it's kind of Marcus Mariota or. Andy Dalton to the Bears for me. I, I think Andy Dalton is this year's Ryan Tannehill. See, it's it's hard for me to find a fit for Andy Dalton. Oh, the Bears make so much. Bill Lazor's their OC, obviously. No, coach Andy Dalton yeah, the, since he. Mm-hmm. The, the only thing that I think would hold it back is that Brian Pace is so stubborn about Mitchell Trubisky being the franchise quarterback. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but I think either way, like you bring in Dalton, let them compete, or, or don't even let them compete. Slot him as your QB two. Find out week mm-hmm. six he should be your starter, similar to Tannehill Mariota. And uh, I think Dalton with a play color. Matt Nagy is so all over the place as a play color, but at the end of the day, he is creative. They have tons of weapons on that that offense. You can't deny yeah. like Allen Robinson's maybe the most underrated receiver in the league. Anthony Miller was really coming on late last year. Yeah. Um, they they obviously uh, like they they have like a bunch of gadgety guys in Tariq Cohen, mm-hmm. Taylor Gabriel, um, maybe draft a tight end. I, th- that's the other thing they don't have much draft capital. It's true. So I think like, going going out and getting one of these guys, um, I, like I don't know, Andy Dalton would command in a trade. That's what I was about to ask you. I, what would you give up for Andy Dalton? Say save you you have if, all your draft picks. Who am I? Yeah. Like Same I think it's Bears. if I'm the Bears, so my highest draft pick's a second round pick. Uh, if I would give up a fourth round pick for Andy Dalton if I'm the Bears because I think, but also if I'm the Bears, do I now think Trubisky's a good quarterback? <laughs> you might have to, I guess. Like because I think Andy Dalton is significantly, you have a significantly better chance at making the playoffs with Andy Dalton than you do Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah. Um. So maybe I would be giving up more than they would actually give up. Like I would give up a fourth round pick for him. Yeah, I, I mean that that seems. I also valid. might be a slightly higher on Andy Dalton than some people. I don't know. I I'm still like I'm I'm still unsure how I personally feel about Andy Dalton. Like like you mentioned that the highs are the twenty ish best quarterback in the league. The no, I, think, are, I think he I think he's like the twenty fourth best quarterback in the league right now. I mean that's not ridiculous. The lows are are, are backup. A good no, backup. he is not. Like he is better than. So his at, lows, his lows. Yeah, but his lows would make him the thirty third. He is at his worst. He's not the thirty third best. At his worst, he's still like the twenty eighth best quarterback in the league. Like his lows are not that low. I guess I don't he know. is very just the same thing. That's why it's so key to surround him with talent mm-hmm. and play caller. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, I like this Bears thing. It'd be interesting. I think that'd be, like, the most interesting landing spot it's, for him. It's his best-case scenario, and I think their best-case scenario to be relevant. That's fair. Speaking of quarterbacks kind of potentially in that Ryan Tannehill uh, role, Teddy Bridgewater, free agent from the Saints. We saw him start five games. I wonder why Taysom Hill's the franchise quarterback if Teddy started over him. Uh, I think seeing where he lands, and I think so many people just have a soft spot for him. I think we both do. Uh, I do. Like, he's just a very likable quarterback. Obviously, he's kind of rebuilt his career after the devastating leg injury in Minnesota. It's it's a tough market for him just because there's not a lot of places he can go and actually start. 
that's it's it's almost the same thing what happened last year. You kind of just like yeah, it's just like bad keeps having bad bouncing for Teddy like, Bridgewater. Like the best case I like might the, yeah, the best case ahead. might just be going back to Saints on a one year contract again and hoping Breeze retires after this year. It might be. I know. Like that's that's what I said last year and. Uh, like I liked him going back to New Orleans. It might be again. I don't. It's just the price. I don't know if, if they can afford him this year. And if they actually think Taysom Hill matters. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. I'll give you my. I'll give you my split picks. Either he's a he's a he's a saint. I think yeah. I think at the end of the day, it's, he's either a saint or you've got this. Well, I mean that is how this works too. But sorry. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you my other team, the Patriots. I think that'd be an interesting fit, and I think it's kind of going to be funny for him to end up, you know, try to success, be the successor to Drew Brees and then try again to be the successor for Tom Brady. I put the Eagles. See, I I like the fit, but, like, uh, the Eagles, they do they definitely need to figure out someone behind Carson Wentz because yeah. you, uh, you can't trust his health, right? And, I, and I'm not talking a long-term deal. I'm talking, like, a one-year and try again because it yeah. kind of just feels like no matter what, he should be signing a one-year. Yeah, for sure. Um, I want to like see him just, in a spot where you can actually like the Bears would be fun too. But again, they seem so stubborn on Trubisky. Yeah, no, I agree. I the Chiefs I would be just, interesting too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just almost like he he just keeps getting bad bounces. Yeah. Um, okay. Speaking of Chiefs, I've got Marcus Mariota landing there. I do too. Okay, that just seems like it makes a lot of sense. Go there. Um, obviously, Mahomes. His injury was a little bit of a freak accident, but you saw backups come yeah. in, and Matt Moore looked good. And Mark, this just feels like an offense Marcus Mariota would fit uh, the Andy Reid West Coast. Um, kind of go there for a year or two, kind of build yourself back up under mm-hmm. a really strong offensive staff, and then try and land somewhere in like a Ryan Tannehill type of situation. Yeah, pretty much. I so I, I think. If it's if the Bears don't get Andy Dalton, I think Mariota's in play for them. Yeah, and that could that could lend him to being this year's Tanny, like he said. Um, I think the Bears would be stupid not to come out of this with either Dalton, Bridgewater, or Mariota. I 100 percent agree because you you know you know they're not drafting a quarterback or even Case Keenum. Like okay, they, they need you, to you, come. They need to come out of it with at least someone who has played quality football in the NFL at quarterback. Yeah, like someone that. Like I don't want to even say pushes Mitch Trubisky because someone that could easily be better than Mitch Trubisky is who I want. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I like the Mariota fit. I, I like the Dalton fit. I think it's one of those two. And I also um, think they're not taking one of those day two quarterbacks because they lack so many picks, right? And like they yeah. seem to think that Trubisky is the guy. And I think you can sell yourself on signing a free agent quarterback to be your quarterback too. Versus if you take a guy in the second round or the third round, people are thinking that guy's your future now. So it just I think. To the media, it would paint a different picture if you're signing a backup in no, theory quarterback. Yeah, I agree. And like even those day two quarterbacks, I, I don't really like the fit with the Bears of any of them. I like Jalen Hurts because he's Trubisky doing the Trubisky run thing, but like also is better at it. I like I, I like it, it makes sense, but I almost just don't want Jalen Hurts to be there. Do you know what I mean? It should be kind of like a rough situation. I'd rather the the Bears have someone that could they can lean on this this season, right? Yeah, but they're not going to, so it doesn't matter. At the end of the it, day, they're they're not signing anyone because Trubisky's the dude. It's true. Uh, speaking of Case Keenum, where you got him going? I got him going to the Eagles. I just get them yeah, a really I solid like backup. 
I think yeah. they need to come out with one of these guys too. Yeah, because again, you, you, they're not going to be draft like they maybe late, but uh, they're not drafting any of these high profile. Honestly, they like, really like Nate Sudfeld. I like Nate Sudfeld, so maybe they do. <laughs> or they just draft Jake Luton because him, Wentz, and Sudfeld are the same person, just different level mm-hmm. of ability. Uh, okay, yeah, I have him going back to Washington. I just think you you've mm-hmm. got a new staff. Bring they keep the veteran QB around Dwayne Haskins, and. Uh, I don't know. Keith Keenum's just a good locker room guy. No, that makes sense. Um, I agree. But I think he's kind of like the wild card in this all. I think people are forgetting that he's a free agent and he can still be one of the best backups in quarter or backup quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah, like if, if I'm a team that's desperate for a backup, and I think that's why Philly makes a lot of sense to me because yeah. maybe the most important backup position in the league right now, or one of them at least, uh, go and get him. Yes. Uh, finally, Taysom Hill. Okay. He's clearly going back to New Orleans, but... What? Who the hell would target him if it's not the Saints? And why would they? No one, especially when they're going to, like, he's a restricted free agent. They're going to third-round tender him. Who's giving up a third-round pick for Taysom Hill? Nobody. Uh, uh, no one in the right mind. Like, would you rather have Jalen Hurts or Taysom Hill? Jalen Hurts. J- Jalen Hurts is, at his worst, Taysom Hill. <laughs> yeah, but uh, does he play up-back, Rob? Come on. Jalen Hurts is built to be an up-back. He's like 6'1", 220. Jalen Hurts could be just the 100 times better version than, of Taysom Hill. That's my take. Um, Retweet. The, the only team that could like will use him properly and should, like the way they use him, is the Saints. And uh, like Anyone else going out and getting him... I want the Bears to get him. That'd be hilarious. I mean, I, I, like, that'd be fucking awesome. Seeing him against Trubisky, but... Uh, I don't know, man. It's, at I, the end of the I day, he's it. completed six passes in the NFL and thrown 13. Like... To, to claim he is a franchise quarterback, and especially off a season where Teddy Bridgewater was the starter over him, and to then claim Teddy Bridgewater is not a franchise, like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, even the, like, not even the rumors, but the stuff coming out consistently that the Saints believe Taysom Hill is a, is a franchise quarterback. Like, I don't even know who's trying to leak that stuff, because it doesn't make sense from any, like, unless it's Taysom Hill's agent. That's that's only that makes sense. The Saints shouldn't be saying any of that stuff, like... I don't know. None of this makes sense, Rob. You know what does make sense? Talking NFL draft prospects at the quarterback position. Whoa. Specifically, the the top eight, because I think we can agree uh, these eight are for sure getting drafted. After them, it's kind of, it's pretty open. There's, but between quarterback nine and quarterback 15, it's pretty close. Yes, it is. So we're just going to go through the, the eight who to us matter the most, which is Joe Burrow. Tua, Justin Herbert, Jordan Love, Jacob Eason, Jake Fromm, Jalen Hurts, and Anthony Gordon. Uh, let's start with Joe Burrow. Cincinnati Bengals is the fit because he's going number one to the Bengals. Yeah, it's that's it. What else do you have to say? The, the fit works, and uh, it's it's done deal already. So. Zach Taylor gets his franchise QB to build the offense around. Burrow's ability to make plays um, out of structures, Romo-esque. His pinpoint accuracy on all levels. I'm really excited to see what they do with A.J. Green if they bring him back. Uh, to give Burrow, Green, Tyler Boyd, John Ross, I think that would be a really fun offense all of a sudden. Even mm-hmm. though the and, and they get Jonah Williams back at left tackle, the first round pick yeah. last year missed the season, and all of a sudden the Bengals become kind of interesting. Yeah, what you're saying is they're going from worst to first in the division. I heard you were loud and clear, buddy. As a Steelers fan, it's not going to feel great that Mayfield, Lamar Jackson, and Burrow are the other quarterbacks in the division. Ben Roethlisberger looks like he's about three twenty right now. 
with <laughs> just a beard that weighs 10 pounds itself. Did you see him at the West Virginia game? No, I didn't. Okay, after, after we're done recording, please do yourself a favor and go look at how he looked at the West Virginia game, on the basketball game on the sideline. It was hilarious. Are, are they moving him to tackle? They didn't recognize him. Like the, so he was, scary. he was there with Ryan Switzer, and the broadcast was like Steelers wide receiver Ryan Switzer's in the building, and Ben was <laughs> beside him, and they didn't say it was kind of like when Baker and Miles Garrett were at the UFC fight, but no way worse oh. version of that. That's fucking hilarious. It was great. Uh, okay, yeah, I don't, I don't think there's a. We're gonna talk about these guys far more in depth as uh, the draft approaches. Uh, so I don't think there's much more. Like, bro, it feels like it should be a done deal to the Bengals. Um, yeah, agreed. Two was interesting because, in theory, he's a done deal to Miami unless someone jumps them. Yeah. I think it kind of two to Miami's. The more interesting question is: is is it two to Miami at three, or is it two to Miami at five? Agreed. That is the more interesting question. Um, kind of sucks that the Detroit Lions are so open to trading this pick as they seem to be for the Dolphins at least because. Just feels so easy for a uh, for a team to jump them for the Dolphins, but who would it be? Chargers. Yeah, I I think like I like I got Justin Herbert to the Chargers, but me too. <laughs> spoilers, but I love both of those fits to be honest. Two and Hurts, uh, uh, Herbert, sorry, to the Chargers. Uh, at the end of the day, no one can out um, bid Miami for that Detroit pick. So yeah. I think at the end of the day. They probably do have to treat the three to draft Tua, but they do. Um, he can sit the whole year and get fully healthy from the hip uh, if he needs to with Ryan Fitzpatrick in the building. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's he, his ability to throw on time, his consistent ball placement, uh, He he's just the stable factor they need a quarterback. He's also obviously got the mobility to make plays out of structure. Yeah, yeah, there's some arm questions. Him and Burrow both have a bit of arm questions, but I don't think either of them, like especially in the offenses they're going to be in, well, it won't matter. I Yeah, I fully agree. It's just like, like, like Tua just needs to be a quarterback who can like make up for the lack of talent it, like on the, on the Dolphins roster right this second and just play in structure, and I think he does both really well. Well, t- he also plays well out of structure. That's like... No, that's what I, that's what I was saying. Making up, like trying to make plays out of the pocket and stuff like that. Oh, okay, just get over that terrible offensive line. Yeah. Um. And, and again, if they like, we're gonna find out a lot more in a week about him because the medicals at the combine. Yeah. But if he if it is better to sit or a full year, Miami is in good shape to do so with Fitz in the building, and that yeah, would give sure. them another top notch pick next year, probably. Exactly. Unless yeah. Fitz turns this this bad boy around. <laughs> Uh, you men- you mentioned Herbert. You mentioned his fit with the Chargers. I have that too. I think we're both pretty on the same page here. We've talked about Anthony Lynn's uh, ability as a run game coordinator and it his run games being at their best when he is a mobile quarterback. Obviously, that wasn't consistent because Rivers can't move the last couple of years. So getting a yeah. guy like Herbert who has all the arm talent you could hope for, best arm in the draft, but he's also got the mobility. You saw Oregon use it more late in the season as they made a push for the Rose Bowl. Yeah. Um, I, I, I want this really badly as uh, someone who is – Herbert's a bit polarizing. Uh, I have a first-round grade on him, top 20 guy for me. I would love to see him on the Chargers. I think that's ideal for him and them if they if they can't get a guy like Tua. 
I absolutely agree. Let me ask you this. Well, is the Herbert is Herbert the week one starter in uh, in LA? Uh, I don't know because I had like I think Tyrod's pretty great uh, in terms of being that gap quarterback, especially in the Anthony Lynn system. So I, I'll, I'll say I'll say no. It takes a bit of time, but I agree with you. I think that's like it's not like it's the, it's the end of the world, but I think they're just in a good situation to to finally get that long term franchise quarterback that to replace Rivers, right? Like, obviously he's gone, but Tyrod Taylor is so helpful to have there. Yeah, for sure. No, he's like one of the again one of the best back quarterbacks in the league and fits what Anthony Lynn does. Yeah. For uh, sure. Okay, Jordan Love, who I think is pretty clearly the quarterback four in this class, might even be QB three for some. Um, the Utah State product. He's got an unbelievable arm, makes tons of plays out of structure. That's the thing with all four of these top quarterbacks. They're all very athletic and all can make plays out of structure. Yeah. Uh, because the league is trending that way, it makes them all even more valuable. Love's got a great arm. Um, he's raw. He's the rawest of the four. Uh, yeah. His decision-making is uh, questionable sometimes. So I, I would love to see him on the Colts where he can sit behind a guy like Rivers for a year, learn the Reich offense. Uh, Reich gets him as the starter year two or year three. Once he, he's kind of developed him and um, kind of cleaned up the, the poor decision-making. Yeah, having Phillip Rivers and I also have him to the Colts, uh, him to the Colts and Jordan Love, um, I, like, that just feels like a perfect situation for the Colts, letting Rivers go in and hopefully be good enough to start the whole year. And I think he will being back with uh, Frank Reich and Nick Sirianni and just the comfort of that system. But uh, I don't know. It just feels perfect. Like you don't want love starting a game next year. And I think Colts getting themselves uh Philip Rivers just, uh, I don't know, lets you sit love. And I love, I love that Rob. As a fan of quarterbacks being good in the NFL, I want all four, the four situations we just agreed on that. I think that that's, would be like that would make me so happy. Agree. I think like it just works out beautifully for both the teams and the players. Yes. Like uh, I, I guess Joe Burrow kind of <laughs> it could be bad early because I expect him to start Week One, but uh, like you said, if if AJ Green's back and uh, John Ross is competent to an extent and Tyler Boyd's good as he is, that's it's not that bad. No, I agree. It's exciting. Uh, it, the more polarizing quarterbacks I think are the next three we're going to talk about. So I'm Jacob Eason yeah. has the 65230 huge arm, only really a a year in a year of quality football. Started as a freshman at Georgia before transferring to Washington. Uh was very up and down at Washington this year. Mm-hmm. Times where he was considered maybe a top 10 pick, times where he's considered a day 3 pick. Um yeah. fit is fit and situation are so massive for all quarterbacks, obviously. But him being in a system where he, first of all, he needs to sit at least a year, refine yeah. his decision making, uh, his pre and post snap uh, reading of defenses, um, his his ball placement super inconsistent. He's sporadic. He's like kind of like Josh Allen if you took away uh, all of the upside of his, of his running ability. Yeah. So uh, I, I've got him Tampa is the best situation just because he fits their offense the best. And I think Bruce Arians would take time to develop him. But, like, I don't know where he will be drafted. I 100% agree with you. I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, too. I think uh, – okay, let me say, I'll hope it's day two. might be the second, though. I wouldn't take it. I know, but it might be. Uh, 
let me ask you, like, if it's not the Bucks taking taking G, uh, Jacob Eason and everyone, everything else plays out the way we both have it, who do you, who do you think the next matchup is for the Freezing? It's an interesting question that I wasn't prepared for, AJ. I, I'm I'm not either, but I, it crossed my mind and it is interesting. So, I, it's I don't know. Let me. I'll, who I'll who do you think? I'm. I don't know. This is good podcasting. I know, but it's interesting. <laughs> well, if we had, if the quarterbacks above play out the way we said, yeah, um, it like no, and Tampa's not taking him. No one has a desperate, desperate need for a quarterback mm-hmm. necessarily. Uh, he'd probably right. fall further than if it, if the Bucks don't actually like him. I agree. Like I can't see Carolina taking him. Like I don't think he fits that. Uh, like Green Bay, it, maybe if it was day three, they like I. Not not how, like to dethrone Aaron Rodgers or anything. They just need back. A lot of the other teams just need backup quarterback. How about like Oakland? This, just this, no, no. I think that that's interesting. Um, and Gruden's the type of guy who like loves a challenge, but he also loves veteran quarterbacks. But at the same time, I have one of these other quarterbacks grouping there, so. I do too. It's just theoretically, it's kind of interesting. Like, like him, like letting him go to the Saints with those other guys would be kind of interesting too. I don't know. Jacob Eason is one of the more interesting uh, stories it in the draft. Doesn't really fit the Saints' offense at all, though. No, I know, but just the I don't know. It's gonna be. I agree, but I don't know. Uh, okay, Jake Fromm. I uh, I got him to the Minnesota Vikings. Me too. We're too we're too on the same page here. It makes sense for a couple of reasons. Uh, from marrying what he does to a strong run first team makes a lot of sense. Like the Vikings, Gary Kubiak. Uh, yeah. This is a system where IQ and accuracy are more important than arm talent and physical traits. I mean, Kirk Cousins has been, uh, say what you will about Kirk Cousins, he's been very good for them. He has, absolutely. And I think that has a lot to do with that system. Um He's also a free agent after this year, and maybe they don't see him taking him to that next level, and they want to draft his replacement. And if they can get Jake from the third round, I think that'd be really interesting. I agree. I, I my second choice might be the Tennessee Titans for Jake from. Just I think that'd be kind of an interesting situation. You, you have Tannehill, but like we said, um, the contracts gonna be um, a bit of a thing, and uh, I don't know. Like he's he's over thirty. I think Fromm would be an interesting fit for Arthur Smith's offense, too. I don't know. I don't think he has the arm that they'd be looking for, or the athleticism. No, that's fair. What what like what do you Who like do you about, what do you like about the fit to Tennessee though? It's a bit of the play action stuff. Uh, they like they said, do the they do they do use the play action, I think, more than anyone. Once Tannehill took over, I think they were the highest percent of play action pass team in the league. Yeah, exactly, and um, just, I don't know, a, a safer guy. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like that's such a New England thing to we match a former Patriots coach or a, a Patriots guy to a safer quarterback. Mm-hmm, for sure, it's funny because Bill O'Brien, Deshaun Watson is not that. Uh, okay, Jalen Hurts. I've got him to the Raiders. Couple of reasons. I don't think the Raiders are super comfortable with Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. I think uh, the Hertz's characteristics is like a leader, 
and a human, I think Gruden's going to absolutely love. He's agreed. Going to be the hardest working guy in most rooms, uh, and I think his his ability as a runner is going to really interest John Gruden. I uh, agree on all three points, and I also have him to the Raiders. I like it. Just seems like such a trend in the the the, the new Mayock Gruden regime that they they're drafting high character guys from winning programs, and Jalen Hurts checks those both off massively. So uh, the the running aspect, though, and like like you said, Gruden likes a challenge. Um, Developing Jalen Hurts, seeing his leap from Bama. It's not like drafting Jalen Hurts is going to overthrow – like Derek Carr is not going to lose the starting job of Jalen Hurts. It's just like almost a future plan type of idea. Exactly, yeah. And I think Gruden seeing the development from Saban to Lincoln Riley is going to kind of light a fire under John Gruden. Like a fun little project for him and the mobility – I think that would be a fun fit. Uh, Hurts, Hurts another guy. I'm, I'm, I like this, but I'm, but I'm not confident about it. Yeah, no, I agree. Well, Eason from Hurts, to me, could go, well, like, Eason could go anywhere from, like, the 14th pick to the fourth round. From and Hurts could go anywhere from the second round to the fourth round. Like, the, all three of them are so all over the place. Yeah, for sure. And, like, the, like the top-end first-round guys – I like those fits a lot. It's just barring another team jumping these other teams. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Finally, Anthony Gordon, who I think is kind of like the day three guy who's clearly the most interesting. I don't think Mm -hmm. he'll sneak into day two. Uh, One year starting, obviously broke a ton of records at at Washington State and Mike Leach's air raid. Just 6'2", 199. um, Kind of slight, but... Some of his off-platform throws, like he looks like a shortstop. He's got a baseball back- background, so I think he's interesting. But he is a, like he's a guy who you're looking at as more of a high-end backup for his career. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got him to the Saints. I like that fit. I, I, I couldn't. I don't have one. I I feel really good about. I kind of put the Detroit Lions here, which maybe a little out, out of left field. I think with Bevel's shot offense. Uh, who knows how long that coach is there for. But I think Gordon's uh, Gordon's arm and just his, uh, his I don't think he's got a great arm or anything, though. It's like I don't think it's elite, but it's pretty solid. It's and like, like just, I don't know, it's fine. Like I think he, he, he throws with better velocity than he does with arm strength. Um, and he makes more sure off-platform enough. throws that are impressive. Like He's not going to be pushing the ball downfield that much, I don't think. Fair enough. But yeah, yeah the, the off-platform stuff, pretty good. I, I don't know. Like, how good do you feel about your Saints fit, Rob? Well, I think he makes a lot of sense in terms of that system it, it, where it's mm-hmm. a lot of, like, layup throws. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, short to mid-range type stuff, get the ball in Michael Thomas' hands. Obviously, in this situation, like, he's not the starter or anything. But uh, getting Sean Payton, a guy, if they lose Teddy Bridgewater, uh, a young passer yeah. to kind of develop behind Breeze um, and, I guess, behind Taysom Hill. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And I just think, yeah, the, the, his ability to n- navigate the pocket is not great, and his footwork is no. awful, and I think that's something Sean Payton would be best to like kind of nurture for him. Agreed. But I, I do think the um, the ability to make off-platform throws was super interesting. Okay. I, again, another guy that I have no idea where he's going to land, even more so than the other guys. I don't know. And I, I think I think he's, he is a... Like projects as a high end backup, but I wonder if any team will, will see him as a potential starting quarterback. Not immediately, but you know what I mean. Yeah, no. Uh, he's interesting. He's yeah, he's the guy who like I think he goes in the fourth round. Me too. Okay, 
AJ, uh, Michigan destroyed Indiana this past week Good in basketball. Big Ten tournaments right around the corner. Uh, when, we're, when we're watching Northwestern upset everyone and win the Big Ten, <laughs> we'll be betting with my bookie. Go to mybookie.ag. Use the promo code chair. Get ready for college basketball season because I'm pretty excited for the tournaments and then March Madness. Fucking retweet, brother. Oh, whew. Uh, AJ just came off a huge cash in uh, on the Anthony Davis game winning free throw in the All Star game. So, <laughs> big big money. Okay, quickly this this show's gone a bit long. We've been rambling about quarterbacks. We'll just fly through this last segment. College Let's football college football coaches who could jump to the NFL. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to break this down. First off, two guys I would hire right now. Yes. Lincoln, Lincoln Riley and Matt Campbell. Those, those are, are my top two. Those are my one and my two. I put them under oh. my category of young offensive minds. Yeah, that they are, my friend. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, Other than those two, everyone else feels kind of wonky and you're not sure if they're – like, I, I don't know if you could get the, either of these guys. Probably Matt Campbell more likely. But, but he just uh, signed an extension too. He seems very committed to like truly turning Iowa State into a consistent he, program. He does. I, I respect it, but because he could have yeah. taken a bit better Power Five job if he wanted, or potentially yeah. like he hasn't even interviewed for an NFL job. He could have interviewed for one. No, for sure. Both these guys seem like reluctant to do so. I just think maybe at Matt some Campbell's point a I think they both do. I just I hope so. like that could be in ten years though. <laughs> it could be. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, but Lincoln Riley just like his spot is so cushy. It's like. It's like if he gets tired of being in Oklahoma, like that's that's how he leaves. You know what I mean? And I don't think he would leave before winning a national championship. I agree with you. Um, um, who, who's your th- if you had to pick a third guy? Are yours all in order? Because mine aren't. No, I didn't order mine. I kind of broke mine down funny. So you tell me your third. I'll tell you where I have mine. I, I, mine's not in that order either. Mine's in categories. That's why. I asked. Okay. Because you said you're one and two. Yeah. Sorry, I, I did it. I did it. Who I'd hire immediately. Those are my top two, and that's like it. I kind of broke it down, just like. Uh, so like, like you want to jump to like the big rumored guys? Yeah, sure. Uh, okay, so like I guess Urban Meyer's the next one there. I don't. I, I not, see. I I don't think he like I, minor sectioned off young offensive minds. Where I have three mm-hmm. guys being around the block. I've got four guys sleepers. I've got four guys, and then yeah. Okay, you do yours, and then I'll tell you where they land for me. Okay, so for we we already hit Riley and Campbell, who are my yep. guys in the young offensive mind. My third guy in the young offensive minds category is Graham Harrell, the USC OC. I, I I got him in my guys I look at, and I would love to get him, but like I'm not sure about you know. No, I just like this is a one day. This isn't next off season. This is I just yeah. We've seen the progression of like Cliff Kingsbury's. Uh, and, and Harold yeah. turning around that USC offense, and he obviously took when Kingsbury went to the NFL, he took over as the USC OC. Um, I think the next step is potential. Like he, he's the, if I'm a Power Five school, that's the first guy I probably one of the first guys at least that I'm calling for a head coaching job. I think he, I think he gets a head coaching job next year, and if it's not, it's the year after. Okay, and I, I just think with the way the NFL is trending, he'll be in the NFL uh, at some point. Do you think he'll be a college head coach before the NFL or yes. straight to the NFL? I don't think you. you I, I I don't think you make that. If Joe Brady can't jump from an OC in college to an NFL head coach, no one can. But he's only thirty. No, but uh, no, I think sure. Graham Harrell ends up a Power Five head coach and then an NFL head coach. Agreed with you. 
Uh, okay, my bin around the block is kind of like guys who've been rumored mm-hmm. for a while, um, never made the jump. First, I'm going to say Chris Peterson, even though he's retired, I put him here. Because if he, he felt like he stepped down in Washington kind of out of the blue. He obviously yeah. wanted Jimmy Lake to take over. Um, but I think a year off and then to the NFL is a potential thing. He's been looked at before as an NFL head coach. Yeah. I think he'd be an interesting one. I I see. I think he'd probably be in my guy at hire right now if I knew what he wanted. You know what I mean? Do you I think just, to, first? Do you think he returns to coaching? I do think he does. Me too. I, 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 th- I think this is like a year, maybe two off, and then he's back at some at, as a, a power five head coach or an NFL head coach. Let me say, there's some uh, soft, very soft, probably wishing rumors of. Uh, Chris Peterson being the potential replacement for PK. I was going to say that. There's been some talk. And I, I personally, as a Seahawks fan, I would like that a lot. I like Chris Peterson a lot. I love to see him as an NFL head coach. Me too. Uh, the other guys I put in this category are David Shaw, the Stanford head coach. This feels like more than ever close to uh, potentially happening just because Stanford's yeah. struggling more than ever. Um, yeah. But I think he'd still get looks in the NFL. Um it, it kind of sucks for David Shaw that like, like it's it's the right time for him to kind of get out of Stanford, but like his stock is almost is, is as low as it's been, right? Yeah, it kind of sucks. Uh, I, I like David Shaw. I put Jim Harbaugh here. Um, he, I I don't know if he can take Michigan to that next step. Like he got them to where they are, which is mm-hmm. a consistent top twenty five team. Could consistently win ten games. Can't they can't get over the Buckeye hump. Uh, or the Big Ten become a Big Ten champion. Like maybe this is his time to get out, uh, head back to the NFL. If the re- I, I think for him, situation would be everything. Like he's not Agreed. obviously he's had success in the NFL, so he's not just taking any old NFL jobs. Like he wants the 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 spot that makes the most sense. It yeah, Harbaugh's weird because it's it's almost like that his work like the spot he wants is so important, but also like I don't know what franchises would. Roll the dice on Harbaugh again right now. You know what I mean? What do you mean roll the dice, though? I, like, like, I, I know you've... S- Go yeah. I, I don't know. I just, like, I think he was, like, pretty clearly a, one of the better NFL head coaches. It, it, he was. It, but, it burned yeah. quickly because of things kind of outside of his power necessarily. Um, it's true. I, I mean, I think he's better NFL coach than he is college football coach. I think I agree with everything you said. It's just like it, but the again, situation would be so, yes. so specific. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I also put Dan Mullen in this. Okay. I there's been the rumors have only been like this year for Dan Mullen potentially making the leap to the NFL. How do, I, I I don't feel too strongly about Dan Mullen now. So I, I want to ask you how you how you like him. I I think he fits more of the college mold. I agree with you. I yeah. I also think if it wasn't. Like it, the rumors only kind of came together because of the Mississippi State connection to Dak and the Dallas job being yeah. open. So I don't really see it being an actual thing. I think like he's rebuilt Florida. He's been a college guy like his whole career. I I have a harder time seeing guys who are very like combination of raw raw style coaches. Um, who also have never been in the NFL making that mm-hmm. jump like Urban Meyer too in that in that regard. Whereas like Harbaugh and Shaw, which I mean Shaw coached for Harbaugh too, so it makes sense that he's kind yeah. of built the same way. And Chris Peterson for that matter, where they're yeah. like not necessarily like super raw raw guys, um, 
or necessarily elite recruiters, but more talent developers, um, mm-hmm. more CEO style head coaches, I guess I should say. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, 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 if I were an NFL team, I don't think I'd hire Dan Mullen. Like at least not right this second. I agree with your philosophy. It would like like there's other guys I'd want to hire before Dan. Like Eric Bieniemy, I would hire all day before Dan Mullen. Like Eric Bieniemy. Like if we're doing just who we think will be coaches next year, the top of my list would be Eric Bieniemy. Yeah, it's it's like the gap between those two is not even close for me. Uh, let me throw a name out. Like, how do you feel right now about Pat Fitzgerald, who's been a long? I don't river. think he's ever leaving. Like, why would he? I guess at this point, his is like. His situation's like um, Lincoln Riley's times a million. Plus, he's an alum. Like, it's yeah. just like he'll never be fired. No, exactly. Because he's, he's best coach like in the, the best history. coach they've ever had. And the best player. And, like, I don't know. He's also upgraded their facilities. And like, I, I don't want him to either. Also, for, no, for the mean, Bears, keep keep him in, uh, in Illinois, baby. <laughs> exactly. Like, if I were an NFL team, I don't, I don't know how much I covered him anyways. I agree. I'd really like Pat Fitzgerald, but I agree. Yeah. Uh, okay, my next uh, section is my sleepers section. Let's do it. Cincinnati head coach Luke Fickle. I am a shadow he, agent, so. He's on my uh, guys I look at list. He was smart and didn't take the Michigan State job. Um, I think he he's in a situation where it's going to be interesting to see what that next job he takes is. Because I mm-hmm. think he's, he's the guy who... He's going to wait and see, and he's going to take the best situation. Michigan State was obviously not a great situation, so he's sticking at Cincy. They're going to be top 25 team again next year. Mm-hmm. Um, he's an Ohio State alum. I don't think that job's going to open anytime soon with Ryan Day in place. But uh, seeing him take over maybe a different big-time Big Ten school, Michigan, um, and then turning that into an NFL job, I don't, I don't know. I think it's, it's down the road, but I think it's definitely a possibility. Hey, I, I, I agree with you fully. Is there any possibility of Ryan Day making a leap to the NFL? I think yes. I didn't put him down, though. I did put him down, but it's not like it, he's in my same category. Like, I would hire him over Urban Meyer. <laughs> I would, too. And he's, he's he coached a couple years in the NFL, if I remember correctly. Two, two yeah, he was yeah. with Chip Kelly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, like, I, th- I almost feel like Ryan Day fits a I little bit Ryan like Day. the... I don't want him sorry? to leave. I don't want him to leave my Buckeyes. I love Ryan Day, so I'm not going to talk I, about it. Okay, I'm sorry. I won't talk about him. No, you can't. I talked about Harbaugh. You didn't see that. <laughs> yeah, but I hate I hate Jim Harbaugh. Though, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, and I, Luke Fickle's your next head coach. You're welcome. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> uh, staying in the Big Ten, I put Jeff Brom as a sleeper. I did too. So those are my like three. Them and Harold, kind of my guys. I look his, at that, his uh, his hype kind of died down a bit because Purdue got so injured and struggled. Yeah, but. I think him not taking that Louisville job says everything that at the end of the day, he's not leaving Purdue unless it's for the NFL. Just because, like, obviously, Louisville alum, they're also Power 5, chance to rebuild it. He said, no, I want to stay at Purdue. Oops. Sorry. I'm getting so excited. Um, And, uh, yeah, so I just think the only thing that drags him out would be the NFL. I agree with you. And I, I think I would give him a very close look. I think they're going to have a really good year and that the the hype of him will build back up. Agree. I agree. Okay, I got two, well, more, two more sleepers. Georgia OC Todd Munkin. Yeah, okay. It makes we, a lot of sense. For a long time, we know I've talked to Todd Munkin. 
Uh, Cleveland was not a great situation from last year. I think he with Jamie Newman at Georgia, he could really rebuild his hype. Obviously, yeah. he was a successful college head coach at Southern Miss already, so I wouldn't be surprised to see his name next year for a Power 5 job. Yeah, agreed. Like a lesser Power 5 job maybe, but... Um, I like the, the I like Tom Munkin as well. I kind of think I like him more in college than as an NFL. I, I don't know. I don't disagree at all. I yeah. just think the combination of he has the NFL experience too. I think it, it would take being a power five coach first, though. Obviously, agree. And like I could easily see him being a a power a low power five head coach next season if he does really well in Georgia, like you said. I'm trying to think of where a good land an, or an interesting landing spot would be. He's coached a lot in the South. And he's back in the SEC, or not back, but he's in the SEC now. Yeah. Um, I wonder if, like, a job like Vandy came open, if he'd uh, look at that. that mean, hey, Arkansas will probably get open again next year. <laughs> Whoa, you, you love Sam Pittman. <laughs> yeah, I love him. <laughs> uh, okay, my final sleeper is Arizona State Defensive Coordinator Marvin Lewis. Oh, baby. Okay, I love it. The, you know the rumors are coming. If their defense is like, if they're like, they're a good football team, they're going to go 9-3, and three, Marvin Lewis' name's going to come up, so... I 100% agree. Like, I would not be shocked to see him head coach this time next year or the year after. Okay, I, w- I, th- I would be. This is like a partial, but you're fucking standing right from the eh? No, I, I wouldn't. Uh, poor Marvin. I wouldn't hire him, but I, I wouldn't be shocked to see it. Interesting. Okay, let me let me throw out, like, would be fun to see, but we'll never see in my life. I just want to throw it in. Mike Leach. Because, <laughs> I mean, that'd be fun pretty fucking awesome and hey cliff kingsbury's having success for, so why not and i, I kind of threw scott frost name in here because like I, I like the nebraska situation it's obviously a match made in heaven but it's it's not looking great right now i i, I just want to think how that would shake out but like like what would it take because he, like he'd have to look good to be able to make the leap to the nfl but if he's looking good he's gonna stay in I, nebraska I you know what i mean i don't like scott frost i don't think he's an nfl coach I don't think so either. It's just interesting. He has so much more talk than anything. Like, he hasn't done anything at Nebraska. No, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's Okay, qu- quickly, because i got to go. Pros to college. Uh, i got a couple of pro coaches who I could see landing in college and having success. Uh, D.C. Defenders head coach Pep Hamilton of the XFL. <laughs> Bills O.C. Brian Dable, if he's not in the uh, NFL head coach anytime soon. Ravens like OC Greg Roman, uh, same same scenario. Cowboys OC Kellen Moore, and uh, Panthers OC Joe Brady. I think he, I like, like if, if Joe Brady has success in the NFL, views him as being too young. I think head coach in college could make sense first. I think it'd be like a mid tier Power Five team for him to go though, or upper or higher. I should say. Wait, what? For Brady to uh, to, to jump back to college, I think it'd have to be like a pretty decent profile job. Well, yeah, of course. That I'm, would seem for. I think that's the same for all of these guys, other than Kelmore It'd be Boise State when if Harson left. I think Pep would, could be like a low end power five. Pep, no, no, no. Pep's taking over Stanford when David Shaw. It's, it's very true. That's gonna happen. I know. Okay, that's it from us. Uh, thank you, and good night.